Yep, back here with Steve. New Year. Happy uh, New Year. Merry <laughs> Christmas, etc. Yeah. Been a good break. Had a had a real good break. Just mm. broke. Plenty of food. <laughs> oh. I I managed to keep the the kilos off until I got back in the office and yeah. then it stopped moving. <laughs> <laughs> I d I didn't manage to keep anything off. All oh, right. I just ate all the food and put on all the weight. I'll I'll um well, I don't know. I'm hoping to do more footy in the new year. Oh, footy. Yeah. Oh, right. Joints are doing all right then? Yeah, they're holding up. <laughs> I am get a feeling that I'm getting older, but yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, um, I've got a few more seasons in me because I I hate training. I hate going to a gym. Yeah. Team sports the only thing that will really get me out and exercising. So. All oh, right. Yeah. I really I just feel the fire in my joints too. Yeah. Yeah. Unbearable. Like yeah. Yeah, I should do swimming or something that's low impact, but I just don't find it enjoyable. Yeah, oh, I can't swim. There's no point in it. Like, like yeah. You swim into a destination or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, we digress. Yeah, <laughs> as we always do. But, um, yeah, we've been just talking uh, previously about these, um, oh, about mm. energy and stuff and uh, ways of, producing and storing it and um well storage is the biggest thing we've got to do right now because yeah. yeah we do produce a lot of it we wonder how much we actually over produce because we're pumping it into all these transformers and substations and so there's got to be lost through heat there's got to be lost through the distance that has traveled the degradation of the whole system in general instead of having like yeah sort of micro um grids yeah and yeah it seems like yeah. a reasonably inefficient system at the moment that yeah. we could improve on with better batteries or, or different storage or producing electricity in situ where you're using it yeah that's There's all it. these different kind of we'll have batteries and inverter systems yeah. like at the same like in the neighborhood would probably serve better than um substations and whatnot um, yeah well i mean i was just mentioning that my electricity bill was going to be probably twice as much as i'm used to because of the summer it's been so hot we've just had aircon on non-stop but um yeah it would be good to have well i thought solar panels but then you were mentioning that some people are just getting batteries and then loading them up in the off-peak time and then using the energy well there is the option to do it. that yeah you yeah. don't actually yeah, necessarily need to have the um yeah the solar uh yeah, you don't need panels necessarily. There mm -hmm. is a way to save by purchasing electricity when when it's cheap like yep. and then using it when it's expensive when you need to, which is peak time, like after work or whenever. Um, I guess because the school holidays, are, you know, everyone's been spending more time at home and been indoors and I've had aircon pumping. Like I've got one installed for Henry in just in his room. Yep. And it's... Always it's, on? It's never off. I just, I don't know. I don't want to leave... I, the reason I go to his room is for bed, bedtime yep. and naps and stuff. I don't want to go in there and it's hot. Get Having him to sleep wait. and then wait yeah. for it to cool down. Yep. So, yeah, essentially we just leave it on. Oh, well. <laughs> so it's, it's the, the projected electricity bill is going to be very high. Um, so I'm not looking forward to that in a month or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so oh, well, the, the I'm just looking at this place called Solar Choice uh, in Brisbane for a 10 kilowatt system they say you're going to pay 10 grand for a 
finger and through is that panels just panels and right inverter and all that stuff yeah this is a uh, battery and solar guide so a panel system like that just feeds directly in isn't necessarily that beneficial to you if it's getting all of the energy when you don't need it yep so you're just feeding it to the grid unless um, yeah do they still have a feed-in tariff system where they they pay you f yep. to feed in or offset your your usage by feeding yeah yeah so um agl i think have like one of the best ones where they pay they pay a bit to to the uh Feed in tariff seventy five. Yeah, so you, yeah, that's not too bad. You get a lot. Yeah, yeah. The the it seems like and if you actually have a look, most installers will have a payment plan sort of thing, right? As well. So well, there's all the rebates at the moment as and, well, so they're all rebates, taking advantage so of that. So they'll so yeah. you get about four grand or something from yeah, the government it, at the moment. They reckon it takes yeah. two years to pay off the system. Right. So. Yeah, that's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. If we if you're if paying you're five five hundred a quarter, which five, is pretty common, yeah, you, that's two thousand bucks a year. Hell yeah. Yeah. So over two years, that's four grand. Yeah. And that's how much they cost. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and then worth that's doing. it for for life. Yeah. And if you get a battery, like there's always a you can these inverters are really really good. They just yeah you plug your battery and most would have a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the bat this battery systems, yeah, have been made to. So you just plug just straight plug into in. your inverter and it charges it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty great. Yeah. I want, so I want that. They're all ready to go. And I want a uh, electric car. Yeah. And then what else? Do well, I want? Tes the new Teslas they're like sixty grand. Are they out? Can you buy them in Australia? Model Three. Yeah. They're available now. Yeah, yeah. They've been out like for uh, about six months now. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't realize that's quite cool. I'm still out of my uh, price range, but, but yeah, one day, yeah. you know, we'll get but there. Yeah, they will. Uh, yes, yeah, sixty-seven. Okay, yeah. so you could probably get used ones for. Well, and yeah, I'll wait till next year and buy a used one. Yeah. yeah. They they're um, they're ready for autopilot as well. Oh, right. I think so. Um, my impression was that they had like a hard drive that you can just swap in and swap out. And as soon as the, you know, the tariffs or the rules and laws are changed to allow autopilot, you can just go, all right, cool. Update, upgrade, chuck in a new hard drive, ready to go. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. I, don't know, I well, probably talk about it all the time. but It'll probably be copy all your driving... Um, habits and whatever it'd be copy that to the new hard drive as well as autopilot because they'd be storing all that stuff right it'd be how you would drive it and so it can be the most efficient at whatever it does wouldn't they like just, they'd just use cloud storage for that wouldn't they well oh, maybe they keep some yeah I stuff on your hard drive i don't know yeah i, I don't think like but because you're um like my car would do like ev all the cars like learn that yeah and that's part of their um what do you call it the eco sort of solutions is that the computer learns and it has this it has the map of what it is the 
uh, most economic to run at. Yeah. And it'll just do all the stuff that it needs to to achieve it. Right. Like over time, it'll just, just keep doing the calculations and it'll just keep adjusting to suit yeah. the driver. Make your trip more efficient. Yeah, but that's what it's aiming for. Yeah. Yeah. And with oh, well, most modern cars, like the electrical, like my, the alternator in my car died um, like a month ago. And I was noticing my fuel consumption is climbing. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm like, why is it climbing? Oh, I'm like, oh, it's um, bloody, yeah, summer. The air control, the compressor's probably working harder. Yeah, no worries. And then um, I was like, oh, well, oh, the battery light came on. I'm like, oh, battery's going to die. Oh, the alternator's there to be fine, like, whatever. And then, yeah, battery died on the way to work one day. Damn. <laughs> And then replace, and yeah, it's had the red light on the battery. So I'm like, oh, battery must have just been stuffed and just dropped the cell and yep. lost connection or whatever. And then, yeah, alternator of, and then because it's a smart al- alternator too, it'll cut in and out. Um, it was giving power at some times, but yeah, the voltage regulator was probably just, yeah, okay. cutting in and out. And then, um, so I just kept noticing the, uh, fuel consumption just kept going up and up and up and it was up to over like 10 liters i think it was 10 and a half liters per 100k sort of thing yeah and now that with the um, alternator fixed it's like nine and dropping right yeah so significantly different yeah oh that's good so um yeah even in cars like yeah the electrical systems sort of and and now that it's working the aircon is like really good now so yeah yeah, because you need that. Yeah, because it's it's even got smarts that goes well. If the alternator's not putting energy out, then the engine just needs to like needs this power to be functioning. Yeah, and so it just starts to cut your air. So if the aircon's going, it'll um just cut oh, the compressor. Preferen- yeah, preferences energy. Yeah, cut the, the compressor down. And then without me even touching anything, it just drops the um, the fan speed right down. So whatever it thinks, like yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's like, I mean, and that was it's a 2010 model, yeah, and, and it's 10 years ago. Yeah. So imagine what it is these days. Like these so things. That's crazy. AI. That 2010 was 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I think oh, I still think that's current. Like yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, hang on, yeah. that's 10 years it ago. It feels man. current. It does. Yeah doesn't feel like that long ago but yeah. it is and that's the electrical systems like in cars 10 years old yeah so yeah I mean the and my car was this price that time ago yeah. yeah 10 years ago so I mean it's fairly well priced I suppose yeah like for I mean I'll always be hard pressed to buy a new car oh so for sure just I, you, I don't think I would ever buy one unless I was a millionaire so value yeah. immediately but I don't know if that's necessarily the case with an electric car like this that is upgradable which I mean you can't really say that for cars nowadays but if you've got a car that's ready to be autopilot with the flick of a switch you have modules like you have the motors the motors yeah. you're just like oh well replace the motor it's just yeah. a component that you just drop I mean, in I, it just makes me hopeful that they'll hold value a bit more like, yeah. I mean, typically you can lose like 30% as soon as you drive a car out of the, out of the yard. It's like yeah, lost yeah. all that value if it was a new car. Yeah. And because I come from a maintenance background, I think maintenance as well. Like Yeah, right. Because um, 
like yeah, it should be easier. It should just be replaceable modules that you have yeah. um, for maintenance for your motors and. I guess all it that depends stuff. what um, the car manufacturers do to protect their IP in terms of not working, not playing well with others, and yep. you know certain cars you can't get serviced if you're not at the right place. And yeah, they're yeah. making it more and more difficult. Whereas I don't know what Tesla is like as a company, but mm-hmm. they they seem like they're more likely to work well with others, it, especially in terms of their charging stations. They released patents on that oh, to, right. to try and promote it, and yep. so that other companies could be like, all right, well we'll build this infrastructure to promote it and we can you know make money from that and yeah well I mean there's mutually charging beneficial. stations all the way up the highway i think now um, um the bruce highway yeah oh, okay so like especially are they at servos or yeah they? in even in queensland yeah they're yeah all the because they're building a whole lot of new new servos yeah and so they're putting charging stations that's great because you know the, the locations are there the infrastructure is kind of there already you just chuck in a yep. few charging stations hell yeah and these servos like if you've got a if you're able to um, yeah accommodate electric vehicles then they're going to be at your establishment for like 30 minutes to an hour yeah so you have food places there that yeah. they're just going to be like yeah those big packing. hubs where they have maccas and yeah. all the different things so it's like they'll do well yeah so yeah. it's like 15 bucks to charge their car Yep. And you, again, they probably have like this huge solar farm at the back because well, they were free in the in the US. I think that to charge right. your car was going to be free. Free, well, yeah, yeah. well for even a long then, time while you're yeah. trying to promote. Well, it's the going to be uptake. like yeah, well, fifty to eighty bucks that they're probably going to spend in that time. Yeah, to get a decent thing, and you could have like yeah, because in the middle of Queensland, those um, remote servos there, you can just have a solar farm at the back. You couldn't charge too much for it because. The range is getting better for the vehicles, and there'd yeah. be too much competition because well, you just need power. Yeah, Literally yeah. plug it in at anyone's house, yeah. and you could charge. So if you've got 500 k's worth of travel in your one in your vehicle, you just go home and do it. Some of these, oh, that was we saw that there was a thousand kilometer bloody yeah batteries. Is that the solar truck? Did you the cyber truck? Did no. you see that? Oh right, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> that, that I'd get one of those. I, I reckon they looked all right. Oh, like, everyone one. took the piss out of that when oh. it came out. There were so many. Because it does look kind of like a, a car from GTA, like they're in, like GTA Two, I think. It <laughs> but I, I reckon it's cool. I, Dude, I would I, probably I, get one. I would get one. Yeah, and they they don't look like they're going to be priced too too heavily either. No, like reasonable price. Yeah. Um, you could get you know a dual drive train and stuff like that. They're pretty. I think you can have multiple batteries and yeah, yeah, as much range as that affords. Well, yeah, we'll see. Oh, that's right. So the more batteries gave you more. Um, well, the tri motor, faster, yeah, faster acceleration. And well, stuff. you can get three cool. motors, and it's like bloody, yeah, five hundred plus miles. Yeah, well, it's five hundred miles, like seven hundred and fifty. That's seven hundred eighty or something kilometers. See how close I got. Eight hundred. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, but with that's with lithium ion batteries. Lithium sulfur can store six times that. Right, yeah, so the potential for new batteries. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're upgradable. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna be upgradable that way. Yeah, Yeah. well if they're modulized, then it makes it easy for Tesla to sell these things. Like Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Freaking hell. And these yeah, these are it's a four person car. Yeah. Yeah, they're I reckon they look quite cool. Futuristic. I'd certainly drive one around. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if there's any reason for the for the sharp angles. 
there's any kind of aerodynamic reason for it. Oh, there probably I think for isn't. the strength. Yeah. For the um, yeah, it'd be for the strength, I reckon. Yeah. And the because you could drive through traffic in one of these. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah the, except for the windows, they're pretty bulletproof. Oh right. Yeah. You you mean drive through other cars? <laughs> yeah. I just knock them out of the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Especially with this body, the tri motor one. Yeah, it'd have a lot of power. What's the towing capacity? Oh, pounds. No one, no one understands that. What's fourteen thousand pounds? Wait, okay. There's 2.2 pounds to a kilo, I think. Uh, is it? 14,000. Oh. 6,350. Six, so 6.3 so tons. Ton. Yeah. 6 ton tow. That's pretty good. That's yeah. a caravan. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. To have that, plug it into your power wall at your house, charge it up, charge up your battery overnight with uh, your solar panels that you've saved during the day. Hell yeah. Are they, so um, my mum, funnily enough, is, is talking about um, going off-grid. Not that she'll ever do it. I actually don't think going off-grid is necessarily a good idea. But... Um, Apparently there was a town in Australia that was thinking about becoming the first town to go off-grid completely. All right. So I, was like, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, it's interesting as a concept. I think a lot of people are like, get, get me off the grid. Stop. Because like, you get ripped off. Yeah. You get ripped off by your electricity company. You're like, ah, blow this. I'm going, going off-grid. And, but, you know, it's, it's an interesting idea to try and, try and achieve. I thought it would be quite cool. But, I mean, there's benefits to being part of a grid because you help out your neighbours you kind of everyone helps each other out if you have a micro grid where you, you share electricity or you share those sort of resources that everyone yeah, needs yeah. or you're selling it locally or you're buying it locally from yeah, yeah. but I, I, I also do get the allure of going off grid and having your own being independent like not requiring the government for anything and then not not therefore not needing to pay them anything <laughs> Google the was that? listening <laughs> oh it's in America no, no. Well, this is the world's largest. Oh, right. There's beer cans. The beer cans. So you can listen to outside. <laughs> yeah. Those are thick walls. Yeah. Yeah. Earth ships. That's pretty cool. Would you live in one? feels close enough to civilization yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, i was even looking at um buying acreage up near bundaberg or something like that in the future yeah yeah would to do this sort of thing um well now that i know about it yeah yeah i'd say so oh materials are pretty cheap yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just go right a garbage tip freaking oh you could buy uh, you could buy clean stuff for or yeah. well from like use, using used tires is a is a good idea. Hell yeah. If you just have a minimum size that you need, like, yeah, width, diameter, whatever. Yeah. And I whatever. mean, that seemed like it's just random sizes. Yeah. And there's dirt everywhere. You just bloody hire yeah. an excavator for a month or something. Yeah. Just, well, you're going to need to flatten the area that you want to build it on anyway. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know about doing my own sewage, though. 
Yeah, septic or whatever. Yeah. But it, like... Oh, you can feed it out to a garden and do that sort of stuff. Well, apparently, yeah, and you could do that. Yeah. yeah but I just you, you never to need it. to um, empty them, really. They should just cycle through themselves, really. Yeah. So yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, if you have enough space, you can process your own waste that way. Yeah. So yeah. you never actually need to get it pumped out or anything. Yeah. It's only when something goes wrong. Yeah, you just need a big, a big enough amount of land that you can sort of pump it out over there and it kind of processes and make sure filters you keep, through the soil. Yeah, make sure you keep the um, it at the pH or whatever that it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want it to decompose and you don't want it to go into any of your your food systems or whatever so you're not oh. getting sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess, I Monitor. don't know. Yeah. I mean, that side of it's always put me off because I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't want to be processing any of that yeah. myself. Yeah. But I like the but other. water. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if I could go off grid for water sort of thing. Like, yeah. Because I know how important it is. Yeah. So like if you had boar water, if you're in the right location, you could have. Yeah. Especially yeah. around Bundy. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah some they're, they're over the basin, creek. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be just good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You definitely get enough sun to yeah. store. I'm a bit. I'd need to be around people as well, though. Yeah. I think. I don't think I want to. I lived on the sunny coast, and that was kind of rural enough. I think I, I like to be around a city. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a city kid now. Yeah. Well, I don't even mind small housing and stuff, like yeah. as you can tell. So, like, I even lived in a unit for a number of years. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Communal housing, like yeah. when I was contracting. So. Oh yeah. I um I, I stayed in Cooper Pedy once when I was a kid. Cooper Pedy. Yeah, it's like a mining mining place. They oh, not really mining. It's an opal opal field. So they all kind of go out. And the soil is all like clay that you can just dig into. And because of that, all these um all the houses out there are um underground. So people, well, a lot of people own little diggers that they can dig dig themselves a new room and stuff like that. Uh, we stayed in this this guy's house and he had. I don't know, I think about four or five bedrooms and it was quite low and up like v- up very, very high. You could see this kind of slit window that let in light. Um, and he had this kind of big hallway that ended up being a dead-end tunnel where he had a digger sitting, or I don't know what you call it, a backhoe or something. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just tunneling out and building an extension on my house. So, man, that's that's pretty impressive. So I've always been like, oh man, that'd be really cool if the soil you know, quality was was like that, like yeah. just clay or whatever it was that you can just dig into and it stays there and it's sturdy enough. And I mean, these are all professionally built houses or dug houses, I guess. So, I mean, approved by council, you couldn't just go ahead and do it if it wasn't safe. Well, yeah, planning and engineering and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, Australians are pretty good at digging hu- uh, tunnels and stuff. That's right. So <laughs> professionals. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, all the tunneling and stuff that's been happening around Australia. The when I was in Iceland, the um, these people were there going, "Oh, so are you here doing the tunnels?" I'm like, "Oh no, I'm on a holiday." <laughs> yeah, I'm just on holiday, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh." So it is a, a skill that we export. I think, yeah. Well, yeah. we did get a lot of people in to help, but yeah, now we are starting to export okay. the um, yeah, experience. So, um, 
Well, I think Australians in general, we just don't mind doing stuff like physical labor, hard work. Yeah, yeah. And then you you get the experience in doing it, and so therefore you can be part of the planning and you know, developing new ones or whatever. Mm. So. Yeah, I'd get a cyber truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to drive through traffic. Yeah. That's the life goal. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sick of this shit. Yeah, that, that, that traffic's actually a big problem, isn't it? That's, um, his old mate started his boring company so that he can um, dig tunnels and make, make new roads underground to avoid the California traffic. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it's only big enough for his cars to go through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it about a Model yeah. 3 size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a Cybertruck size. Yeah, that's right. So uh, lower, your, lower your car down onto this little trolley, shoots you through under all the traffic and up, up where you need to go. Like Batman. <laughs> well, buddy, um, well, with the automated driving system, like that's what these tunnels that they're doing that uh tesla is doing mm. is made for like it's like yeah, yeah i don't think you want to drive <laughs> through some of these well, you, know, you, know, you probably have to have an autonomous car to do it at yeah. some stage oh well then you're not going to actually drive through the tunnel i think the concept was that there's a trolley bed that you kind of Oh, your really? car on and, the, and the, the trolley actually takes you where you're going Shit, so the wheels awesome. on your car aren't really even turning you're just kind of getting put somewhere and then yeah. and if sh- you have the shuttles the you magnet, off to wherever you're going. Have that magnet system that the Japan Rail Oh, right, yeah. Have. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. And your massive batteries are just powering that those magnets. Yeah, well, I, I saw a thing that um, someone was talking about the benefit of autonomous driving vehicles, um, saying that it could really ease congestion purely because... We, we won't necessarily need to own a, a single vehicle per home anymore. It'd yeah, be, yeah. It's more of a, like a share economy, yep. which is a good potential. Because, I mean, your car is sitting there for, you know, 95% of its life not being used. Exactly. Like mine's just sitting around for most of the day, yeah. not getting driven. I mean, that's time. <laughs> you dri- yeah, you drive for driving, about an hour a day. Yeah, if it's driving itself, I can just finish my trip and go, okay, well, I don't need you for three hours. Go off and give people rides. Yeah, and earn me money. Yeah, earn me money. And the, like, the, the benefit of that is for everyone, like for society in general, yeah. it's you know less individual ownership of vehicles, less vehicles on the road, more efficient driving, yeah. more efficient um, merging, less no road rage anymore, which would be great. It'd be like, um, what's that, buddy? Well, iRobot. Yeah, um, and what's the minority Lily report Dallas. had them as well. Uh, yeah, it's it'd be so good. Yeah, and yeah, just the benefits of having all that time back. Like two hours of my day is travel. Oh right, it's two hours two that hours. I could be not being productive, but you know, getting some more sleep or whatever you <laughs> playing Clash of Clans probably <laughs> <laughs> on the w- yeah. on the way to work. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. Well, that's a. So yeah, Monash they're commercialising it, so they've uh, found a way to commercialise lithium sulphur batteries. Oh, have they actually found a way? Like a. I reckon within two years we'll be okay. buying it off the shelf. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's impressive. 
Because what were we looking at before that they actually there were some problems with the no no well lithium sulfur battery yeah no that's and they've solved that now it's four y- six years ago now right yeah that's 2014 but okay yeah and so their um their power to weight benefit is heaps more six than six times than, a lithium. than lithium sulfur right. yeah that's um, pretty massive isn't it yeah and yeah sulfur is like the 17th most easy to get um resource it's a common element yeah in yeah well to mine and in australia we have like a lot of lithium in the ground that we could dig out yeah i think we already do mine lithium don't we yeah we already got all these mines set up yeah yeah well i think regardless lithium is going to be a big part of the energy market yeah well we need to start looking into um aluminium technologies as well like because we've got a lot of bauxite in queensland at least up near weeper and all that what are they using aluminium for well we could use build cars and all that stuff oh, like the right. alloys like yeah. like restart of manufacturing and this yeah yeah stuff. like um being smarter with w- like it, the the metals and materials we're buying because yeah. we these days like they're down to the cheapest but these days ethical is getting like more and more viable because people will pay to have ethically sourced materials yeah like yeah i guess more people can afford to do that yeah, yeah. and and you're not going to be like selling it to the masses but there is the community like you just selling it to the a-listers like the hollywood and all that who are always spruiking you yeah. can yeah make a living so yeah it'd be interesting if we had some manufacturing here a bit more industry happening for yeah and yeah, I mean, the ships are coming in anyway. Like, ships are always dropping shit off. Yeah. They send them back with stuff. Like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're doing it now with resources that we don't need. Yeah. So might as well sort of facilitate a transition to something yeah. better. And develop safe um, products that are, like, better for everybody to use. Like, but, yeah, and then it comes down to cost. Like, the, the labour that you're... Yeah, you, that you're paying to be producing all this stuff. But yeah. Yeah, it would be cool to see a, a big new manufacturing industry here. I guess that, that it's common that we, we say, because we're a small nation, that we we really just need to have a our economy based more on our uh, well, imagine IP, like our intellectual abilities, rather than a manufacturing, because we don't yeah. have the population, we don't have the cheap labour force yeah. that other countries have. All the car manufacturing that we used to do here, if they actually went into like processing material and turning it into metals, like if, if we're selling it at the volume, like in, in like how much coal that we dig out, so we've got good quality coal to turn into steel. So the alloys that we develop, we could develop here, are like second to none, really. So, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool if we did it. Should because we've got like the A grade quality coal. Yeah. So clean so coal, good yeah. clean coal. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. But yeah, they're starting to hit brown coal now. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> in in so many places. Shitty, shitty brown coal. What are they going to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. What else we got going? Ooh. Ouch. Is that or the Tesla? Wall? 
Tesla side. Yeah, you can um, thaw it outside. How much is it? That's the real question. Um, oh, they're not going to tell you without putting in the in your uh, personal information. Oh well, they'll tell. Google knows. Google will tell. Yeah. There you go, fifty six hundred. No, no, that's, that's a that six colo- six point six kilowatt. So that's yeah, six grand for a six kilowatt system. Is that Tesla? That, that's no, no, Powerwall. that's just a no. Nah. That's, that's a home brand Powerwall. Not installation between one thousand and oh, okay. We estimate it will cost around fifteen to twenty thousand installed. Yeah, fully installed. Yeah, that's a lot. Not many people have that just no. lying around, and not many people have the incentives to, to spend that on on a power wall. Why batteries aren't worth it? <laughs> Can you hit that? What you should do instead? Is it solar quotes? Since on two thousand nine. Fourteen thousand to install, fifteen years to pay back. Has a ten year warranty. And how long are car warranties? Not very long. And how much are they? Yeah. Like fuck's sake, mate. Like <laughs> fucking screw your head on. Like, for what you actually get out of it, and well, uh, because I'll I'll give this example like this: somebody I know has a power wall, yeah. and there were power outages in Brisbane for in his area because they're in like a low level area for a day over a day, and he had power to his whole house and was running two aircons. Yeah, yeah, and. I think people like the idea of that independence, yeah. like not being reliant on the grid. Not reliant, and he's yeah. being paid like two hundred bucks a quarter to like. Oh, so that's he's still after his systems, yeah, stuff as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, so you're getting paid. Yeah, getting paid using your electricity whenever you like. Yeah, yeah. It's a good position to be in. You just got to have a bit of money to be able to just. Get yeah, exactly. There. Well, yeah, he's like a psychologist or something. So oh, okay. Yeah. He's doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> Not short of coin. And he yeah. lives in, like, he's just, yeah, value for money. And yeah. Yeah. He lives in Fitzgibbon as a psychologist. Like yeah, okay. Him, so, so he's yeah. all right. Yeah. That's the dream. One day. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get to there To have one day. a level head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting multiple quotes. rebate i think it's good to read these sorts of things as well though yeah at least to see what the arguments are like what people are saying oh you've always got to yeah yeah well somebody else's point of view of something but yeah yeah but yeah having the money as the number one thing i don't think because yeah when you like value for money for other investments like what what are you gonna get out of other like something 
and during the day you're only selling a certain amount back to the grid so i think some you're only selling like seven kilowatts back per day max yeah right so um there's only a certain amount so you, you might as well be storing the other stuff yeah it'd be pretty cool to be able to do both yeah yeah, I don't think I will. Well, it's it's the future, right? Yeah. Like you, you will, yeah, it's something so it's, it's beyond for. my uh, scope at yeah, the moment. Yeah. But I'll I'm definitely going to get a system and get a get an inverter that's ready to be that can be plugged in. Mm-hmm. Just a friend of mine just got one, um, just panels and a, an inverter. But um, I think it cost him a little bit more to get the the right type of inverter that can be plugged into a battery. I don't I don't know a lot about it, but apparently. Um, you have to have a specific inverter that'll plug in. All oh, right. That is, a, you know, adaptable to to a, a battery system as well. Yeah. Or that could just be a salesperson <laughs> just trying to sell him something. But he's, he's a pretty smart guy, like a pretty handy guy. Yep. I, I don't think he would be that easily bamboozled. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who knows? We've all, we've all been fooled before. Hopefully not for twelve thousand bucks though. Here we go. Getting all the pop-ups. So this one is an eight grand system. Eight grand for a 13 kilowatt system. 13 kilowatts. That's pretty good. a grow smart meter. What is that? Is that the inverter? Yeah. Yeah, right. It's not ugly. I guess they've got to make things aesthetic at the moment, don't they? Yeah. Why is it? Oh, it's a web page. Yeah, that's why you're getting pop-ups. No, no, this... It Scroll up to the efficiencies there. They're talking about max efficiency, weighted efficiency. Those are all really high, but what are they talking about? Like a 98.5, oh. 99.9% efficiency. What yeah, do they it's mean? probably like um, what the system, like the system running at certain, um, like, you know, if you run your, doing your, all your tests and you're doing like 10,000 doing your 10,000 whatever hours and then you go well over that amount of time this happened or it's probably just more rigorous testing with for the euro weighted efficiency so they probably have something else into account in the calculation so with um what are they talking about the efficiency in terms of converting light into energy that we can use. Yeah, like what? What do they mean? Yeah. What is that efficiency uh, like? Yeah, it's I'd meaningless to I'd me. I'd say that. Yeah, the input and output. So, because that's, I mean, the, that's impossible at the moment. We can't. We're fifty percent was a, yeah, a no, massive no, no. goal for a long time. I think of there, the the inverter itself. So the, just the system itself, from yeah. the solar panels to the grid. How much do you lose? How much are you losing in, in the right. inverter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think they're at so they're ninety eight percent efficiency. 
from your panels to and that's because yeah the euro standard is probably must be a bit, bit higher if those are lower for everything yeah a few more testing elements in there or something oh geez it's pretty no- noisy under 30 db <laughs> <laughs> and my mower runs at like 90 db oh, i've right. got electric mower right yeah it's really good Thirty's not too bad. Uh, what is thirty decibel? Probably what you've got pumping into my ears right now. It's about thirty. <laughs> so f- this is thirty decibels. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Is it no? I, I think I'm reading the thing wrong. Anyway. Well, it's, <laughs> it's starting from like sixty, yeah. and then it goes to thirty something there. That that's inverted to what I understand what decibels are. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong. But yeah. Oh. Grid monitoring output. DC switch. Just trying to see if you can plug it into a battery. And that's like a 13 grand system. I don't really understand why you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And they both seem like good options. 